When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor, and I'm here with my brother, <sighs> Rio. I was glad to see you. So And weird. you know what? Who loves you? Ah! <laughs> Rose. Rio, we have a lot to catch up on. We do. Um, right now, Before... there's intense, intensity yeah. happening. Okay, we're in the the midst of a storm. Okay, I hear the sounds of weights being lifted and dropped right now in the family room. I I hear the sounds of ferocious push-ups happening right now as we as we speak. um, The Eagles are playing the Chiefs, and Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at the score. Oh, I can tell you, it's seven. It's seventeen seven. We just went into halftime. Um, The Chiefs just got a field goal. Um, so your husband obviously has been, um, he's been sending dagger emojis all (laughs) game long. He said, I think this may be a new record for him. He sent a dagger emoji, uh, 14 minutes into the game because, uh, the chief scored. Yeah. First. I was next Um, to him when that happened. So I was like, (laughs) okay, it happened. And I was like, all right, well, time for me to put the kids to bed. Let me just scurry on upstairs. So that's what I did. Um, Um, yeah. I have been in a situation with your husband when he's been watching Eagles games. Obviously, I've seen many Eagles games with him. Uh-huh. Um, I was actually thinking because it's a this is probably the biggest game of the year. Like uh-huh. the it's a Super Bowl rematch. Both of the teams, like the Chiefs, are the best team in the AFC. The Eagles are by the record the best team in the NFC. Game of the year, Monday Night Football, right? Also, so Taylor like, oh. Swift's parents are in the Kelsey box. Of course, yeah, that's most important. <laughs> Fuck the record. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry for not starting with that. Um. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? Maybe it's a game that I'd like to watch with your husband. Mm-mm. But then I remembered. Um. Yeah. So I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy football team. Okay. And oh. I need him to do well. Um. And I I remember being in a situation once where the Eagles were playing the Cowboys, and I had the Cowboys tight end, uh, this guy named Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. Um. On my fantasy team, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't even think the Eagles were that good, but it's the Eagles and Cowboys. So obviously, your husband was very intense about it. And uh, the last play of the game, Jason Witten, I think it was in overtime, I want to say, mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, I made sure that I was out of your husband's line of sight. And I just like fist pumped because <laughs> they helped me win my league. But then I was like, this is so bad. I'm like hiding from the guy. Anyways. Um, yeah, your husband is not very happy right now if I go by the, by the messages that I'm receiving. Yeah. Okay. Well, after I finish recording, I'll just go to bed. Um, (laughs) speaking of, uh, the Kelsey's, 
Um, did you hear that Travis Kelsey's old tweets resurfaced? His old tweets resurfaced? Yeah, Raheel. Ooh, what did he write? I'm, I screenshotted them, and I'm going to read them to you. Fantastic. The only thing that it proved is that Travis Kelsey is um, an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, just... so hold on. Yeah. Before we go on, I'm sure you're going to tell us, but how old are these tweets before uh, we 2011, attack? 2010. Oh, come on. No. So have... right now, Travis Kelsey is 34, mm-hmm. I, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he was 22 and 21 years old, respectively, what, at the time of these tweets. Sure, yeah. Okay. Not an excuse because I was also once that age. But um, you know what? I'm going to read them too, and then I'm going to tell you how I feel about him after reading these tweets. Okay, well, this sure. is from April 15, 2011. I just gave a squirrely spelled S-Q-I-R-L-E. Mm-hmm. A piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it for exclamation marks. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. <laughs> so wait, this was from when? 2015? 2011. 2011. So he's a twi- So here's you because I know you just found out about Travis Kelsey uh, three months ago when they started dating. <laughs> but Travis Kelsey in college, he got kicked off of his college football team for smoking pot. Or something. Or, you know, he was just like a bad... He was a bad kid growing up. That's been kind of the story or whatever. <laughs> so he's just a 21-year-old moron. I, isn't that... That's kind of adorable. Uh, here's another one. It's such a nice day out, dot, 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 as I stare, spelled S-T-A-I-R, <laughs> from my math class, dot, 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 S-M-H, hashtag must be nice. <laughs> another one. This girl just came in here with some micros and Reeboks on, dot, dot, dot. Okay, girl. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Why do I always have to be the one that stands out, dot, dot, dot? I'm getting stared at like crazy at this airport, S-M-H. Stared, spelled S-T-A-I-R-E-D. Come on, poor guy. Come on. <laughs> Too mad right now. Can't find my phone. Either somebody got me for it or I just misplaced it. But either way, I'm phoneless right now. Misplaced spelled M-I-S-S-E-D space P-L-A-C-E-D. Come on. It's kind of fun. So I think the other issue here may be just by hearing the nature of these tweets. Um, this was very early in Twitter, I'm guessing. A lot of people didn't know how to use Twitter. I think people knew how to use Twitter in 2011. I'm just saying, I mean, there's no, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's just providing his thoughts. Uh, But then I saw this tweet about it. It So funny. It said, can we talk about the problematic mental age gap between these two and how Taylor no. might actually be grooming Travis? Travis has had <laughs> multiple in- head injuries and suffers from CTE leading to the huge mental age gap, which makes him vulnerable. <laughs> My point is here, listen, I don't care about Travis Kelsey and T- Taylor Swift. I talk about it every week because it is top of <laughs> pop culture. But this, it's like the first time that I've seen old tweets of a person and I'm being like, I think I love him. What's not to love? Yeah. What a great time. (sighs) Love him. Anyway, um, the mental age gap tweet did make me laugh because I was like, well, that is a point because like, what about grooming? (laughs) Is she younger than him? (laughs) Yeah, but the mental age gap for heel, she's obviously so much smarter than he is. (laughs) He's a dummy, but I'm so happy for her because you know what? Every girl deserves to be with a really dumb hot guy. Every girl. What? All right. Yeah. I'm just saying they do. So that's that. Anyway, I was just very happy. I was like nervous when I first saw that his old tweets were resurfacing. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, there's something like problematic in any of them right no absolutely nothing oh here's another one i space hop five exclamation points i love cumin spelled c-o-m-m-i-n here for breakfast 
Um, I think I'll have the T-bone steak and eggs, please. Ha <laughs> ha, with some white toast on the side. <laughs> now, was Travis Kelsey a child left behind? Yes. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Ugh, but it did it did delight me. It made me laugh a lot. Um, here's another one. It said, Haha, y'all are sleeping on Conan O'Brien. His late night show is hilarious. This is from 2011. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. Travis just discovered Conan. Uh, anyway, great time. I believe Conan had been on air for like 18 years at that point. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so good for them. Now, I will say that there's like, there was like a, I don't know, Vanity or GQ article. They did a piece on Travis Kelsey and he talks in, the, in it about how like she's so smart and just being around her is like amazing. And like she's just like so intelligent and she's constantly aware of everything that's going on. And like just being around somebody like her, you don't want to act like a weirdo. Mm -hmm. So he's trying really hard not to act like a weirdo. Also, there was some like... Inside sources say that they're going to have a really hard time seeing each other over the next couple of months, but they're really trying to make it work. And I was like, oh, there it is. They're setting it up for the breakup. Super Bowl. We got we have the Super Bowl. Guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so peace and blessings to them, I guess. Oh, good for those guys. Um, Did you are you a West Coast or East Coast hip hop fan? Um, I don't know if I can, with a straight face, claim either one of those, mm -hmm. uh, because I think you would call me out. Uh, my experience with the West Coast and East Coast thing was only, um, I heard about it kind of after the fact, after Tupac got shot, mm -hmm. um, and after Biggie got shot, and all those things. Um, my, uh, but going back and listening to it, right, my favorite song out of all those is the hit him up obviously yeah, of course and i feel like i enjoy the west coast music more yeah. it feels like the west coast music is has more funk um mm -hmm. and i like uh i like the way that dr dre makes his songs and stuff like that so i'm gonna say i'm more west coast mm -hmm. although the east coast uh rappers i guess tended to stay around longer yeah right? i mean you have jay-z yeah. and biggie so i mean Jay-Z really wasn't part of like the East Coast. West. No, I know, of course, but you know, influenced by the East Coast, certainly. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a bad time to be an East Coast fan because did you hear what's going on with Sean Diddy Combs? I did see that. And that was bad, man. Rough that stuff. Is terrible. Oof. Terrible, terrible things. Oof, 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 oof. So trigger warning. Um, we're gonna talk about sexual assault. So go ahead and skip ahead maybe like five minutes and we'll pick up probably about George Santos. Anyway, um, so Cassie, who is, um, I think she was like a, a singer, right? Yeah, she was like a singer and model. Yeah, gorgeous. Cassie Ventura. She was um, Diddy's girlfriend for quite some time. Um, and she, um, there was a lawsuit he was accused of really 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 fucking terrible things from rape to um drug abuse to sex trafficking um you know shit with like guns obviously like tons of abuse uh physical abuse and it was really fucking terrible because even the lawsuit itself when it was released had a gigantic red print on top that said trigger warning mm-hmm because of how fucking horrific the shit was in the lawsuit. Yeah. Um, so the lawsuit came out and obviously a, a lot of people who I guess like I, I'm not a person who's on top of like hip hop um, uh, gossip and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of people that have more insight into this are were saying this is a long time coming because there's been rumors about mm -hmm. Diddy for a really long time. Like. Yeah. Everybody makes fun of Aubrey O'Day. She is a character, yes, from Dan Danity Kane and all that kind of stuff. But all the shit that she says is pretty fucking truthful. She's, she has said on record that the reason why she was kicked out of Danity Kane is because she refused to do certain things um, with Diddy. And it had nothing to do with her musicality. It had more to do with the stuff that she was refusing to do. Um, I think when this was lawsuit came out, she was like, 
she posted saying like, I told you guys to listen to me all this time. Um, And then uh, just a whole bunch of other stuff was coming out. Like just the fact that like, remember when, remember when he dated JLo? Yeah. And then there was that club incident. It was a, like, it was like a gun charge. Right. So I think they were leaving a club or something and they got pulled over and there was a gun in the car. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, And then I believe if I remember correctly, Diddy may have gotten charged for it because it was his car. But I think one of his bodyguards ended up taking the fall. Getting that, yeah. Taking the fall for it. Yeah. Um, The other really disturbing thing about this is obviously is that she was 19, Cassie, at the time that he started dating her, which is Mm -hmm. extremely fucking young. I yeah. don't know how long they were together, but um, it's really terrible. So all this stuff started coming out about him, just like in general, how he's been known to be just like not a good guy. Um, and then he's just gotten away with it because he has such like a glamorous sort of like exterior. He throws, you know, great parties and he's kind of made his way into like a lot of white circles and a lot of yeah. like the like A-list white Hollywood circles. So he's kind mm-hmm. of been able to protect himself from a lot of that a lot of the shit that's out there about himself because of where he sits in the world um the crazy thing about this lawsuit is that it's settled the next day yeah within 24 hours it's settled out of court i'm like (sighs) yeah i i will be interested to see you know we talk a lot about cancellations and all those things just kind of reading the stuff that's in the lawsuit yeah i can't think of a better candidate for cancellations yeah or for a cancellation in this in you know than 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 diddy in this instance right but then it was settled right away yeah and then what you wonder is if it's gonna stay in the news if people are even gonna care if they're gonna remember because the money's, or you know, or whatever, whatever, however they settled it, right? But um, the assumption, I'm sure, and my assumption right now, obviously, was that there was there is some sort of monetary exchange, right? And because of the fact that it happened right away, I think that will give the people that want to call bullshit on anything that has to do with Me Too, uh, mm-hmm. just because, you know, they they don't like the fact that the rules have changed or whatever, um, that will give those people enough of a leeway to a either never call it out again, or b just say that it was a it was something for money, mm-hmm. right? And so, because you know, again, I'm thinking about Diddy, right? Do I think that I am done seeing Diddy in my life? I don't like. I don't like even the fact that this thing started came out what like last week, right? Yeah. And at this point, it's over. Pretty much. I don't think that it's in the news or anything like that. But then again, like, I I think Diddy kind of, I I don't know if he needs to stay in the news to be successful because. No, because he's not really in the news. He's already made his life place in, you know. And that's the other part of it. It's like, he doesn't really need to be a rapper. Like, we considered him the voice of reason after the slap. He came up there on stage after this lap and was like, guys, we got it. It's going to be okay. We're like, well, if Sean Diddy Combs is up there, I guess everything is fine. It's like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's what. So those are the the types of things that I would like to that I'm interested to see what happens with that. Like, does Diddy get invited back to the Oscars? Right. Would he ever get invited back to the Oscars? What do you think? Like, is that something that people will want to see? Well, the Oscars famously don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. But like, <laughs> when yeah. it comes to sexual assault, the Oscars are like, it's fine. <laughs> Casey Affleck? Yeah, but- yeah. Bring him back. No big deal. Casey Affleck. They, they gave uh, an Oscar to Roman Polanski in like 2002. <laughs> like- but then again, I feel like I feel like the conversation has changed. But like, what happens the next time Diddy shows up to an event? Like, do people on Twitter say, hey, remember that whole case? Yeah, I think people on Twitter do say that, but, like, do people who are actually running shit do anything about it? Like, I think think I've realized that there is a thing that the powers that be have discovered, which is 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. Like, I think that there was, like, I think that there is obviously there are people who are, there's like a reasonable amount of people who are like cancel a thing and then it'll like go somewhere, right? I think mm-hmm. that we've talked about this before where the people who are usually impacted by cancellations are typically people of color, are typically women, like marginalized people. And Diddy is a person, he's a black man, okay, in America. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he has now gotten to the point where he has the protections of a rich white man in America because of his like social standing in the world. But like, I think, I think maybe I'm thinking about this because of like democracy and how it's failing us these days. But like, <laughs> Um, I feel like, yeah, like if, if he's invited to the Oscars, a bunch of people will tweet about it, but the Oscars don't actually have to do anything. Like they're not going to be like, oh yes, let's get Diddy off the stage. Like they don't care because they're still going to get their viewers. Like, I feel like there's a, there's like a level of understanding now where corporations feel like, sure, you could try to boycott us and you can make a bunch of noise and it might impact us a little bit, but we're still going to make money. And I think certain people don't mind even that kind of publicity because publicity publicity is publicity, even if it's not good. So I feel like, will anything happen to him? I hope so. I hope we never see him again. Like today there was like a fake pap picture of him like sitting very visibly in an open spot in his like in his like backyard looking like visibly distressed. It's like, okay. Oh, I'm so sad. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Like I, I feel like he's, you know, I feel like he's been in the industry for so long that he knows how to work the system. Like he knows how to work publicity. He knows how to work PR. Like he knows how to move around in this space. And if I were him, I'm not, and I wouldn't ever be, yeah. I'd, I'd lay low. You know what? Let me just like hide for a year. And then when I come back up, by that point, somebody will have done worse or equally bad. And the attention will be there because that's how it works. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm Again, I think it's different to me because of the stuff that was actually in the suit. The stuff that's in the suit is it's some of like the worst shit because yeah. it's a mix of everything, right? Yeah. It's a mix of the fact that he was a very rich man. He was a very powerful man. Yeah. He was her boss, essentially. And then there is the age gap, right? I remember when Cassie first came out, by the way, because I was really into Cassie because she was really attractive. Yeah. Um, I remember her talking about like, I th- I believe she got discovered on MySpace. She oh. was one of those... Yeah, she's like one of like the first social media um, people. And it was I feel like it was probably before YouTube. So she she got popular off of that. And then she got signed on to Bad Boy Records. And I remember her talking about like Diddy, mm-hmm. um, like uh, asking her how to sign up for MySpace or something like that, because he was so much older, right? Like he didn't mm-hmm. know what the young people were doing or whatever. And then the next thing we knew you know, they were dating and I think they dated like on and off for, for 10 while. years. Yeah. For like a decade. Right. Um, and somewhere in the middle of that, like Cassie stopped being like a recording artist. I feel yeah. like, I feel like she was just like his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Right. And, you know, at some point I remember thinking about like the age difference in the beginning, because I remembered that, that interview that she gave about the fact that he was so much older but at some point it just became oh cassie's just diddy's girlfriend and the age difference isn't a thing Mm -hmm. and i feel like part of that has to do with the fact that she is a woman of color like i feel like women of color like celebrities also they are like there's like this premature maturation yeah or aging that that happens with them right it's like the media just says like Oh, you're just, you're a famous celebrity. We're going to, even though you're like 19, we're going to treat you like a 25 year old. Yeah. Right. Like if you think about it, you know, you have a perception in your head about, of Cardi B. Yeah. Right? And you have a perception in your head about Ari- uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Did you know that Ariana Grande is older than Cardi B? I did not know that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's because of how Cardi B, like, I, I, I think she's like, a year younger than Ariana Grande or something like that. Or she, I know that she's definitely younger, 
right? No, no, I just looked it up. Cardi B's only a year older than Ariana Grande, but they're the same age, essentially. Yeah. No, but like I think about Zendaya, my favorite, as you know. Mm -hmm. I think about her, and I do think that the world views her as much more older than like Ariana Grande, right? Because Ariana Mm -hmm. Grande gets to like be like a a cute little like homewrecker. Like she. (laughs) I think the problem here really is Ariana Grande pretending to be a 12 year old. I think there's something (laughs) fucked up about that. Yeah. Um, Or like, or even if you think about like Beyonce when she was coming up, right? She was 19. Well, you like don't have to get minutes. into the age difference between her and Jay Z. Let's just not even, guys. So then, so like you know, I think we talked about uh, the 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 mental age gap between um, uh, Taylor Swift and, and, and Jason <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Travis Kelsey. But you know, I, I there is something to that. I think at least when it comes to like celebrities or something, yeah, where you know when you are a famous female. Even if you're like 21, 22, you know, people just expect you to be okay. Yeah. Because you are a famous person. Like most of the people that you interact with are men that are significantly older than you. Yeah. Like if you're talking about who an view actress, you And who view you as a commodity. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you, you think about an actress, you have to worry about the director, usually a dude. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about the people in production usually dudes mm-hmm. um you have to and and this is like for a successful actress like, a, like let's say somebody like margot robbie right margot robbie yeah. now is like this producer and she produced barbie and she's like probably you know if you look at her metrics if you were to like rank actresses or whatever margot yeah. robbie's probably number one right now because yeah. she's popular and she's also very good and she kind can kind of control her destiny and all those things right and you're like, well, yeah, Margot Robbie is kind of on the same level as Leonardo DiCaprio when it comes to movies or whatever, right? Yeah. Margot Robbie is also like 20 years younger than me. Yeah. Or like, you know, or like 15 years younger than me. Yeah. And that's wild. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot with women. It happens a lot with female singers yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's what we learned from Britney Spears. It was look at like Megan Thee Stallion, right? She was fucking mm-hmm. shot. Okay. Yeah, and like people treated her like such a. By the way, Megan Thee Stallion younger than Ariana Grande. Is she? Yes. There you go. It's crazy, but like I, I, I do think I, I think that that's like a yeah, like Cassie kind of just disappeared into like nothing, mm-hmm. and just like was like on Diddy's arm all the time, and that yeah. was just like she was like treated as that, and that was it, and it was like oh well, she's lucky enough to be fucking. Puff Daddy's girlfriend or whatever, I guess yeah. that's all she was, right? She was discovered off the internet and then that was it. So just like it's deeply sad. I hope that she gets to do whatever it is that she needs to to heal. She's, I think she's in a relationship with somebody else. She's got kids. Like mm-hmm. I hope that she – this – whatever the settlement was, that it's exactly what she needs to like, you know, get the healing. Not to like move on or anything, but like to heal yeah. in whatever way she can. Because the shit in that lawsuit is fucking horrible. It's fucking and, horrible. And I really, I don't want to see him at an award show. I don't want to see him being celebrated ever. It's uh, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. It's real and, bad. you know, the thing that you just said about her just kind of disappearing or just kind of just kind of being in like the celebrity ether yeah. as just Diddy's girlfriend. And then you read about what's in the lawsuit about the controlling nature of their relationship or whatever. And it's so fucking sad. Yeah. And so crazy. Yeah. Um, So that's a, that's a reason why I was like, I I think we're done with Diddy here. Yeah. It's a wrap on Diddy. Mm -hmm. Get it. Yeah, I got it. Anyway. um, Your favorite guy, George Santos. Yeah. (laughs) He's not going to be running for reelection. I know. Very sad. What am I going to go as for Halloween? (laughs) Ex-Congressman George Santos? (laughs) Congressman George Santos makes more sense. Uh, Well, the House Ethics Committee reported um, that he, uh, you know, he's he's being investigated for um, a misuse of his campaign funds. Yeah. How about he's being investigated for being a piece of shit liar? How about we just keep it? Okay, let's start with that, right? He said that he was (laughs) Jew-ish. He's not. Um, but listen, here's what he allegedly spent his campaign funds on Sephora spa oh. services. 
trips to Atlantic City, personal credit cards, luxury goods at Hermes, and OnlyFans. Oh. Yeah. OnlyFans? Yeah. First of all, this is not just for George Santos. This is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Why are people paying for porn in 2020? Okay, so I did. How- I, look, hey, hold on. I did ask a friend of mine who had subscribed to people on OnlyFans. Oh. I said, "What is the what's the deal? Because like you could just go on like Pornhub and find stuff, right?" And they said, yeah. "Well, the thing with OnlyFans is that they will it's directed to you, so you could like control." <laughs> you, can- I like how you said this. Like you, you introduce this. Like you're going to talk to me logically, but go on. No, I'm just saying. Listen, first of all, I'm not here to kink shame or critique how anybody spends their money to get their rocks off okay so if that's what you want to do that's fine by me okay some of us just you know flip through photographs of fucking thor okay <laughs> anyway um yeah so i think it's because it's like you're paying for it so it's like a, a special subscription it's like stuff that nobody else is going to see right no, and then and then i think it's also like custom so you can like ask for things. So you know, I there's like a direct messaging. I know there's a direct there. messaging, and you can ask them, and you can say, "Hey, can you put on a Sailor Moon outfit or whatever the hell it is?" <laughs> yeah, that you're show into, hole. Right? Put a Sailor Moon outfit and show me your hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I get that. I, I I understand that that's part of the thing, but it's like, you know, it's porn. Like there's <laughs> one. You know, there's a goal at the end of this activity. And once you reach that goal, you're like, hey, why am I spending money for this when it's available for free? Like, how personalized does it have to yeah, be? Yeah, but like, why would why do people rock? spend money at strip clubs? Like, hey, okay. you watch yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the same thing. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a means to an end. And some people want to pay premium for it. It's fine. <laughs> I guess. I yeah. I just, anyway, I, so he did spend some money there, but he was on um, Fox, and he asked. He was asked by you remember Kennedy? She's like a from from MTV. Yeah, from she's MTV. a conservative. She's moron a conservative now. moron yeah. now. But yeah. I'm gonna play a clip of, of, of um. She was she asked him about OnlyFans, and this is what he says. Um, speaking of peel, is it true that you have an OnlyFans page and you can peel a banana with your feet? I don't have one and it's you know I'll, I'll I'll indulge you this I just discovered what OnlyFans was about three weeks ago when it was brought up in a discussion in my office what do you think? and I was very, I was oblivious to the whole concept Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family no matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. <laughs> like, he's just a liar. He's just the best. Just <laughs> It was brought up in a conversation in his congressional office. The funding for OnlyFans. <laughs> so silly. Uh, I mean, I kind of like, I don't know. I think I am sometimes like really impressed by audacious um, liars, liars like that. Yeah, yeah of I'm course. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. That's amazing. Just keeps chugging along too. You yeah. know, he should, like the Republicans try to get him out. Like the, you know, like the, like the, um, like the hard, not the hardcore. Um, the old school Republicans yeah. were like, hey, this guy's fucking us over, right? Yeah. He's just like, eh, I don't care. I'll just yeah. keep going. He he dropped this read on is Steve Womack. I think Steve Womack said something about him a couple of weeks ago. He said, last night the house saw its shadows. <laughs> its shadow, unfortunately, this, this means there will be <laughs> this means there will be two more weeks of Santos. <laughs> So he wrote this tweet back to this man 
which read like a housewives read at like a reunion. It said, mm -hmm. your son is a felon. He has been in and out of the prison system for years. He is a drug dealer, poisoning people on the streets with meth and unlawful possession of a gun. Instead of being home taking care of your son, you're sitting pretty in the swamp. Listen, I've been respectful of my colleagues through this process, but I'm sick and tired of people with glass houses casting stones at me. It's like... Am I impressed? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I am kind of impressed. What do you want me to say? It's Listen, like, if he wasn't like shitting on democracy and a pathological liar, would I love to see him on like Drag Race? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway, there was some rumors. I know we've not talked about the Jada stuff. Okay. <sighs> But this is just a smidge because I just loved her reaction to it. Okay, so apparently there was a guy out there. I don't know who he is. I, I forgot to write down his name. Mm -hmm. But there's a gentleman out there who said that he and a Will Smith have allegedly gotten intimate. I don't think that's what he said. Um, what it, it was uh, the person that said it is Will Smith's best friend or somebody that said that he was Will Smith's best friend. Uh, this guy's name is Brother Bilal. Oh, um, okay, yeah. And he said that he walked in on Will Smith and Dwayne Martin, who I believe was an uh, an actor in the nineties. Like I, like when I look at Dwayne Martin, I can I know I've seen him before. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know who that was. I mean, you know, I didn't even bother looking him up. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Dwayne Martin. He's married to Tisha Campbell. Or oh, okay. Yeah. So right. he was, I do, yeah. So like he was in White Man Can't Jump. Okay, yes, yes, yes. He was in, yes. All right. Apparently, so this guy who used to be Will Smith's best friend, assistant, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, said that he walked in on them engaging in sex, them engaging in sex, them having sex, right? <laughs> um, and you know the Will Smith, you know that rumor about Will Smith that. I feel like have been around for like a while. Um, it just never felt like, you know, it's just one of those things. It was like, hey, you know, Will Smith is gay. And it's like, is he? I don't know. I have no reason. He has kids. He's married or whatever. Yeah. Um, and now everything that's happened in, let's say, the last three years with Will Smith, I think starting from, I think it probably starts from that Red Table Talk thing, that episode where, you know, they had that conversation. Yes. That... And then obviously the slap and all those things, right? Um, I, I feel like people are just, it's, you know, you want to be careful because if you say stuff like Will Smith just seems weird. Um, and then you say that right after we're talking about these allegations about him being gay. Yeah. Um, you don't want to tie those two things together, right? Yeah. And then also I watched that clip, right, of the guy talking about it. And the way that he was describing what he saw was, I mean, it's fucked up. It's homophobic, the yeah. way that the guy was talking about yeah. it, right? And you also know that, okay, he's saying it this way. You know that Twitter's going to have a reaction to it in a certain way. You know the fact that it's an African-American man and yep. there's all the stuff that goes along with that, right? It's just, I don't know, man, like... Obviously, you know, we talked about the slap and, you know, how I feel about it or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I, like none of this is like a fun story. All no. of this is a sad story. Well, it's I just... think that I think there's also like this uh, emasculation of Will Smith that's yeah. happened over the years. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Will Smith is always considered like he was considered like a safe black man, which is like so fucked yep. up to begin with, right? That mm -hmm. thought of like, oh, he's like a good black guy, right? Like he's somebody yeah. who like is family friendly or like all this stuff. So like in uh, certain communities, he might be viewed as like not a strong enough man or not a typical black man or something like that. Yeah. It's like this idea that people have of what a black man should be like, right? And it's, there's a lot of criticism about him wrongfully about the kind yeah. of man that he is, right? So then when he did the slap, it was like, oh my, 
I want to get into this lap. But when he did this lap, it was like, oh, my God, how could Will Smith do this? Will Smith is supposed to be like a good black guy, right? Like he's yeah. not supposed to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, people started getting into like, well, Jada's like this person who like controls him and he's so emasculated and she goes on red table and she forces him to talk and she's like so crazy and she's so controlling. And then she has this book come out. All this stuff is coming out in the book about how they have an open relationship and all this kind of stuff, right? Then on top of that, you have this guy, this former friend of his, making clearly homophobic comments about him. It's very obvious that this man is clearly jumping in on a thing that's going to like go viral and make him relevant for a second and he's going to get to like get his digs in. And it's all very gross. Like it's, it's really gross. But what I loved was that they caught Jada coming out of her apartment. It like looked like a, it was so it looked like something out of like arrested development or something. They caught her coming out of a building. She's like in all white. She's in all white in like a puffer. She's got like white sweatpants on and like sneakers or something. And she's on the phone. She's like on the go on the phone. And somebody's like Jada, 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 what are you going to do about it? Jada, Jada. And then she just she's still on the phone and before she gets into the car, she turns to the camera and she says, "We suing." And then she gets back in her car. And I was just like, "That's right." You know what? The Pinkett Smiths do whatever you want. Are you, you know, guys think- are you guys an eccentric family? Sure. But I'm fine with it. Whatever. You're not hurting anybody. That's fine. Well, I mean, <laughs> Chris Rock's face. <laughs> we, did, we did hurt Chris Rock's face. Um, yeah, the more I... You know, it, this is... It's whatever. It's selfish, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how you describe it or whatever. I just want Will Smith, the mega movie star, back. Um, I would like to see that. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, I just want a guy to... to uh, to entertain me right like yeah he deserves to have like a full existence of everything yeah right? but then at the same time you're like well his full existence of everything like him living his full life or something seems to happen with people like making negative comments about him and then it being fucked up like I, you know i don't know how he finds peace like I, I really honestly don't know. Like even right now, you 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 talked about this Jada Pinkett Smith thing, where yeah. she's like, we you know we're suing or whatever. We're suing. Yeah. Sure, that's great or whatever. Do I think that her book helped Will Smith's <laughs> mental journey? No, I don't. I think that's fucked up. Like, do you really need to write a book? And you know, God bless you. You want to write a book, you're fine too. But like, did, does that help Will Smith? Like. What is the thing? Like, yes, sure, he's a mega movie star or whatever. But if you're actually going to have, like, sympathy and empathy for a person, they need to heal away from the spotlight. And it feels like this guy can't get away from the spotlight. Everybody keeps dragging him into shit. Like, he just needs to go away for a little bit. And then just, like, work on himself. Like, yeah, just check uh, into the Center of Scientology in Clearwater, Florida. And whatever yourself, it is. Get yourself what, a break. Whatever it is that gets you there, right? Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's sad. All I feel right. bad. Like, I, it's a Fresh Prince. I love that guy so much. <laughs> He's my favorite movie star. <laughs> and now, like, I can't think about Will Smith without thinking about the, about the slap and, like, <laughs> The, the memes of him crying in front of his wife and stuff. And now I got to deal with this jackass talking about like, <laughs> come on. Just, <laughs> You're like, uh, remember Chris Crocker who was like, leave Britney alone. You're like, yeah. or like Will Smith. <laughs> leave Will Smith alone. Yeah. And um, I was, again, I was very anti-slap. I want that on the record. You were so anti-slap. And I was so like, lols, lols on the slap. Do it again. Fine by me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that that thing that you said about like the friendly black actor or yeah. the friendly black movie star or whatever, that thing is so real. Yeah. Like when the slap happened or whatever, the number of people that were like, well, see, it's all of them. Yeah, because exactly. It's that's just, who it's that's who Will Smith was for them. It's just so fucked up. Ugh. It's also another thing that um, not to bring it back to sports, but the Derek Jeter documentary, right? Mm-hmm. A really interesting part about that is, you know, Derek Jeter is biracial. He's half black. Yeah. Right? But like 
a lot of people don't think about Derek Jeter as being a black man. And mm-hmm. he's like, like, what the fuck? Like, what does that mean to you? Because yeah. there was this guy, there was this guy um, who used to be like, I think a radio, uh, like a sports radio guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, well, you know, Derek Jeter really wasn't looked at as like a black guy um, because, you know, he was just more, uh, he was more, he went more for like the status symbol of just being a Yankee. So, and he made all this money and he lived glamorously. So, you know, he really didn't have to answer a lot of questions that black people had to answer. And they cut to Derek Jeter and he's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, yeah. what does acting black mean? Yeah, like, I'm just living my life. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Very complicated. Well, I mean, it's only complicated because people are the fucking worst. That's true. It's like, you know, Derek Jeter, Will Smith, and George Santos, the three great <laughs> African American men <laughs> <laughs> of our time, mistreated. Uh, oh, guys, I just want to update on the score. We're at. 1417. Did Mahomes score again? No, I don't think he did. It's 1417. Eagles 14. You said that 17 was uh yeah. was the Chiefs, right? The nothing Chiefs has happened, happened, okay? Well, no, the Eagles scored. No, I know. I'm, I'm just saying nothing is happening with Mahomes, okay? And nothing will happen with him and hopefully he loses, okay? Don't say that. Well, so the other thing is I need I need a night of peace in my peace. life, okay? That's all I'm asking for. I need to win this league. I have won two out of the last three years. How many po- how many uh, coins you got on there? Um, I have a hundred dollars, which was a buy-in. So I'm gonna win seven fifty if I win the league. Oh, you won something uh, last year, right? Um, I won this league last year, and then mm-hmm. I also won it two years ago, or not two years ago, three years ago, when I went head to head against your husband in the finals, and I beat him. And then I told you I beat him. And then your first question was, hey, do I get half of that? And I said, yes. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, wait, why did I say yes? And why did she ask me? How is she entitled to half of this? As your <laughs> because, sister. Yeah, but essentially, your husband ended up making more money than me because he got his half. And then you got half of mine. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck happened here? He didn't make any money from me. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Well, it came to your house. No, it came to me. It's different. It paid. It pays. It paid for his OnlyFans subscription. It's gonna come <laughs> up when he runs for Congress. His George Santos OnlyFans subscription. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, I last week I talked about how there was a board of ed meeting that I was gonna be zooming into because mm-hmm. of all the shit that's going on in my town, and I wanted to give everybody an update about it. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. Oh, let me tell you something. I'm, you know, like I said earlier, democracy not doing so great right now. Did you see? There's a picture of Joe Biden with his birthday cake today. By the way, it's his birthday today. Yeah, and I didn't see the picture. It's a cake with a with 78 candles on it, and so the whole thing is just a flame. Oh, 80, isn't he 81? <laughs> However old he is. Yeah, 81 candles. 81 candles on it, and it's on fire, right? The cake is obviously on fire. (laughs) So I was like, oh, look, it's a democracy cake, because Uh, that's what democracy is like right now. So we've talked about this before. It feels really hopeless. We feel like there's not, like, anything to do. So background on this, obviously, was that the kids in my town wanted to do a walkout. It It was banned. And then on top of that, adults in town were doxing high school students. And saying terrible things about them and making Islamophobic comments and really terrible shit, calling kids terrorists, all that kind of stuff. So last week, there was a Board of Ed meeting and a bunch of people rolled into town. It was the longest Board of Ed meeting there has ever been. It was over four hours long because it was followed by comment after comment, public comment after comment about people that were supporting these kids. And part of the kids that were speaking up were kids from the high school themselves who were just like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't care about anything that you guys are going to threaten us with because I believe that it is my right to stand up against my tax dollars going to fuel a genocide. It was amazing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of these kids. It was incredible. And it was really nice because 
you know, at the end, there was a statement that was released by the town. And they did say, finally, like, look, we're not trying to ban the kids. The kids are allowed to have their rights. We're going to work with the kids to try to make sure that there's security for them when they do their demonstration. Like, is it perfect? No. But at least it did something, right? Like, it, you asked the town for something and they actually respond. So even tonight, there was a town hall meeting. And at the town hall meeting, everybody talked like a bunch of people rolled in again and they talked about how they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe as Muslims, as Arabs, as people who could pass as that um, because they feel like the town has been prioritizing one side. And rightfully, right after October 7th, the town did want to prioritize one side. But since then, it's just been quiet. Nobody said anything or talked about any of the Islamophobic shit that's been going around in town. So again, at the end, the town made a statement. They were like, no, we're going to make sure we're going to work with you, whatever. And like, it's just a matter of like the, uh, you know, of making sure that like in the local government level, you feel like you're doing something like, because mm-hmm. we can't control what happens overseas, right? We've been trying, you call your senators and you call your representatives and you send the emails and all that kind of stuff, but it's not, it's not doing much. We have a couple more people who have asked for a ceasefire than we did before. I think we started with like eight. I think we have like 20 something now, maybe. Um, So it's getting there, but it's like every day that there isn't a ceasefire, thousands more people die. And it's a really hopeless feeling, right? Um, But at least in the local level, I feel like, you know, we did something about it. So, you know. In in my experiences, just I, I, I'm not very uh, like on the local level or anything like that. I'm not very involved. I really haven't ever been that involved. It, it was something that I I have been trying to do more um, recently. And there have been spurts like after 2016, after Donald Trump got elected or whatever, I made like an effort. Um, yeah. Uh, like I called up at my local congressman and I was like, I don't know how to feel. And they were like, you know, I think they were getting a lot of those phone calls that yeah. at that time, because everyone's just like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Right? And what I found is that anytime you talk to people one-on-one, regardless of what side they're on, you end up feeling better. Like yeah. getting information from mass media is probably a, a, a good idea. It's a good use of just, okay, I want to know the news. What happened? What is the thing? Yeah. Just give me the numbers or whatever. Right. Yeah. But like how to feel about something, you can't go off of mass media. You can't go yeah. on either side, honestly. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what, like, you know, I watch MSNBC and CNN during election nights. And when I know like the coast is clear, I'll go to Fox news and just watch their reactions after they lose. That's um, your only fans. It's just, yeah, that's my OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you wouldn't think that I would get hard watching Greta Van Susten, but here we are. Um, anyways. Her lockjaw really does it for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like anytime you, you know, anytime I've been to like one of those local meetings or whatever, it's so nice. It's so nice. And it's also kind of nice to like put a face and a person to a side of the conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, there are people that I think about as like Trumpers. Like I have an idea of a Trumper in my head, right? I have a neighbor who used to have a Trump flag outside until the 2020 elections, like until he started saying that the election was stolen or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I've driven past that house so many times and I just have an idea of that person. Right. Um, as you know, I've recently been going on my jumps. Right. So I've run into that person mm-hmm. and they recently changed their house. They changed, by the way, from a Trump flag to a New York Rangers flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, they changed their house. They did like a paint job or whatever. And I was just talking to her and I was like, you know, I, I've been driving past this house for a while and, you know, I saw that you made the change. I just want to tell you the house looks amazing. She's like, that's so nice. And then she asked me where we lived. And I told her, you know, down the end of yeah. like the, the block or whatever. And I just had a really nice conversation. Like in my head, I have this idea of a Trumper as just being like this drooling maniac. Or whatever, yeah. But she's not right mm-hmm. now. Have I talked to her about her Donald Trump love or anything like that? Mm-hmm. No, but. At the very least, I know that this is a nice enough person who will engage with me in a conversation, right? Yeah. 
And that just leaves me feeling better. It just leaves me feeling because at the end of the day, like we have to share this land with everybody. Yeah. Um, and everybody includes people who don't have similar, you know, thoughts or values as we do. Right. And even though it may feel like our thoughts and values are based in humanity, because that is, I think, the, the way that we look at it or whatever. Those people's thoughts and values is based in their own humanity. Like it's based on their fears. Like I can't do something about somebody having a fear of Muslims. Right. Yeah. Like I can be like, hey, you don't have the right information. You don't have enough data. Shame on you. But then again, it's like, well, I know how that happens uh, with within like Pakistani families. I know how that happens with like Muslim families. Right? Yeah. It's like the fear of gay people is at the end of the day, just a lack of data. Like you yeah. just, you just think that it's a choice or yeah. something stupid like that. Yeah. Right? So it's just, just talk to people is always way better than following stuff online. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I like the section of the podcast where I tell you about a thing that happened on a housewife show, and I think that you'd really enjoy it. And I zone out. No, this is getting, you're <laughs> gonna love this. So this is actually not something that happened recently on Real Housewives of Miami. It happened last season, but it was so enjoyable that I really want to share it with you. Please. So on Real Housewives of Miami. Um, during the reunion, you know, oftentimes at reunions, they show like receipts, like they're like, come with their receipts. They're like, I, this is a text message or I saw this. They always have printouts, whatever. And they always show receipts to, you know, obviously prove their point in their feud against a person. So in a real houses of Miami, there was a feud between Adriana and Marisol. And Adriana said that Marisol is a known abuser. She's an abuser. And then she has proof. One of the people that she has abused has written her a letter. And she's like, like, like Andy, physical abuse? I want you to read this letter. <laughs> so Andy starts to read this letter. Okay. And I'm going to read you the letter. Please. Join the journey with me. Dear Adriana, I'm writing to tell you that I'm being abused. That's right. I'm being abused every day and night and sometimes in the afternoon too. The culprit of this abuse is Marisol. She disregards her well-being and therefore mine as well. I believe she's not a bad person, but she's unwell and needs an intervention from a friend who doesn't enable her and understands that glorifying alcoholism is not funny to me. I'm afraid I can become chopped liver for saying this, but if she continues with her excessive drinking like she is, she might kill me at the end. Please help. Sincerely, Marisol's liver. That's amazing. <laughs> she handed it to Andy and Andy read it. And the All best the thing, I'll, the I'll send you the clip later after we okay. finish recording. But at the end, when it cuts, it's like the, the cut is really tense. It keeps cutting to all the women being like, <laughs> oh, abused, <gasps> dead. The funniest thing is that she said, I can become chop liver. <laughs> <laughs> but then as Andy's reading it, at the end, when he says, sincerely, Marisol's liver, liver the music literally goes, boom. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, it's one of my favorite things to happen on a show in a really long time. And I thought you'd mm -hmm. enjoy it. I did enjoy that. Yeah. I think one day I'm going to write a letter like that, a scathing letter like that to one of our family members. <laughs> About a body part of there? Yeah, like something, something ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know? Like my heart. <laughs> Sincerely. Sincerely, my flaccid penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I can become chop liver. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Anyway, I think that's it for this episode. Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, you're muted. Are you excited? You know I'm not because as you know, there we had a small appliance fire in our kitchen today. Yeah, it was an air fryer. Were you actually going to use the air fryer for your cooking? No, my house smells like burnt plastic right now. That's yeah, fine. No, it's open not fine. The cabinet crack, almost caught on fire. Crack open a window. It'll be what? fine. <laughs> It, just, it made me sad. I was like, oh, no. Not that I would use the air fryer for anything, but like still, just I was like, not my kitchen. 
It made me depressed. Just the smell of smoke? Yeah, it's not nice. And like burning plastic, it's terrible. I have a headache. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's real bad. Anyway, so I do have to go and pick up my brisket tomorrow and um, get that going because, you know, it's a two-day brisket for me. Somebody was asking me about your brisket, and I said it was amazing. One of my friends, they're like, how does she prepare it? And I don't know. Do you put coffee in there? I yeah, know, I do. It's in a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an espresso and brown sugar and a whole bunch of spices. How it's long are you that. cooking that bad boy for? Oh, I'd love to share my recipe with you guys. So first I um, do I do a dry rub all over it, and then I wrap it tightly, and I put it in the fridge for a day. Hold on. I just signed up for a new OnlyFans. Thank you. Go on. <laughs> and then, then I take it out, and in a, in a deep baking dish or like a deep uh, whatever, like roasting pan or whatever, I chop up a whole bunch of onions, and I put them at the bottom, and then I put the brisket on top of that, and then I tightly seal it in foil, and then I put it in the oven low and slow, like I'm going to say like 200 degrees or something, sometimes even less than that, for like six or seven hours. Just leave that thing in there all day. Mm-hmm. I take it out, and it's usually like I let it rest then. We let it rest on the counter for a little while, and then I put it back in the fridge. And I take it out the third day, and I will put it back in the oven again, low and slow for like three or four hours, and then I take it out and then remove the um, – the uh cover on top of it i remove it and by this point this bad boy is shredded okay Mm -hmm. there is it's melting then i shred it up and at that point like the onions at the bottom of the pan have caramelized with like the brisket fat the beef fat then i Mm -hmm. shred it all up and then i do top off and like a regular like 350 or 400 and i let it um bake while it reduces so like the sauce and the the water and all the onion juices and stuff reduce and make like a caramelized yummy sauce and that's it that's amazing so let me ask you a question at what point in that process how many hours in do you feel that the brisket is edible like you won't get sick if you like this thing isn't raw anymore like the first like six hours, hours. yeah the first like six hours i'd say the like first, the first bake. I'd say- the first bake. I mean, it, even the, if that much, I, I think probably three hours in, you could say, "Hey, this is this this meat." Well, will it depends not kill on the you. how big the brisket is. Yes. I guess, yeah, yeah. I mean, but for the most part, you know, it's beef. People are kind of lenient with their beef eating, anyways. Some people yeah. like rare or whatever. Yeah. My point is, that's the point when the brisket is done for me. If I'm cooking, I'm saying. Brisket is done. I'm not waiting two more fucking days for this. Stuff this in my mouth right now. Okay. That's the way that I approach cooking. All right. Well, no slow and, what is it? Low and slow? Low and slow. Slow and low? Ugh, yeah. So no, good though. Don't have the patience. It's so yeah. amazing. No, I'm really, I'm really happy that you make it. I would just, I, I have no patience. Yeah. It's one of the only things that I really allow to cook with patience because otherwise I don't have a lot of patience when it comes to cooking. I gotta go. I, I try to do as many things as possible. So I just want to mm-hmm. quickly move it on. Hey, should I bring those uh, onion f- uh, feta bites to Thanksgiving this year? You muted yourself. You really should. Those <laughs> things were amazing. They're so good. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make uh, mac and cheese, obviously, the usual. I think this year I'm going to go with a creamier mac. I think this year I'm not going to bake the mac and cheese. I think I'm just going to go creamy. When you say creamy, are you just saying like the craft powder and milk? No, I would never do craft powder and milk. <laughs> I'm just saying like I'm not going to bake it. I'm just going to like – I'm just going to, uh, you know, cook it all together, the roux-based sauce, and then I'm just mm-hmm. going to assemble it all together in a casserole dish, and that's it. We're not going to do it. a hard top. Why? Just do a hard top. It looks better in the pictures. It does look so much better in the pictures. And honestly, yeah. I appreciate the texture. Yeah, you are. I like the hard top. Bitch. <laughs> I'm a crunchy bitch. Yeah. I know. I bought some green beans and I don't know what to do with them yet, but I think I'm going to do some sort of like a um, a garlic cheese sauce on top of green beans. People make green bean casseroles, right? They do, but I don't understand it. No. No. You know, you know, White people, <laughs> nobody wants to eat green bean casserole. We have green beans and potatoes as a thing. 
but it's not one of like the most popular sides. No. Remember our mother used to make green beans. Yeah, but those were like that was like like palya. Like that's not really like it wasn't like a thing. Like it wasn't mm, it was just like roasted potatoes and green beans. It wasn't great. It was just like salt and pepper. Actually now that I'm thinking about it, it was kinda good. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'm gonna do just uh, I got a whole bunch of green beans from Trader Joe's. I might do some sort of a garlic situation, a garlic cheesy situation on top of it. And then um I got some Brussels sprouts. I think I'm going to roast up. Maybe I'll do some sort of like a maple Brussels sprout situation. Maybe like a spicy maple Brussels sprout with some turkey bacon. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get sujuk sausage from the Turkish store because it's spicy. And I'm going to do that with the Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts with sujuk sausage. Just like the first pilgrims. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, just eating off the land like we yes. do over here between yep. Trader Joe's and the Turkish meat store. It's, it's like sujuk is the most processed piece of meat I've ever seen, too. Okay, relax. It's amazing. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Anyway, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I'll see you then. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You too, <laughs> bud. Let's do a refresh on the score and see what's going on there. Ooh, it's I'm still seventeen fourteen, but the Eagles had the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at my text messages, and somebody at some point sent a bunch of eagles, uh, like the eagle emojis, and mm-hmm. I thought that something happened. Your husband said, "What a break!" exclamation mark, and then he wrote, "OMG, what a terrible drive! That was their shot. Uh, just awful on offense all night, outside of two big plays." Yeah. Yeah. So now the rest of the, the course. Yeah, he's, he's going to be like, no, this is it. This is it. the game is over. That's right. Yeah. That's it. The season's over. Let's see. The season's over. It's done. It doesn't matter that they're the best team in their division, but in the in the conference right now, highest. Oh, okay. uh, What's like, the difference the, uh, the between a conference and a division? A conference is at uh, the NFC is the conference. The oh. division is the NFC East. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so relax, husband. Calm down. Anyway, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving and eats to their... uh